Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Grinder is a very fascinating place. You meet all types of people there. Somebody messages me. He's like, hey, are you into like fisting? He texted me last week or two weeks ago. He's like, hey, we're getting a hotel in Times Square for like a fisting party. Are you interested? Are you fucking serious? And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go and see what happens. And I was like, whoa, people are like on their back or whatever. And like somebody will be like, come up to them and be like, do, 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 do. Listener, I am coming to Denver, Phoenix, back to Bloomington, Indiana. I'm in New York every Sunday and Washington, D.C. Two of those shows are sold out, likely three by the time this episode comes out. Come and see me. Most of these shows are going to have 18 plus options. AshleyGavin.com. And if you're like, where's my city? Get on my mailing list. The tickets are going to drop there first. Just a general shout out to to plug Kate. Kate has been killing it so hard on these episodes. Go follow Kate. It really, really helps. They can do more branded content, make more money that way. It's a great way to support them. And when they start touring and doing live shows, you can get updates from them. Go support Kate, the Kate Sisk on Instagram and Twitter. And then on this episode, we have Brian Bahi back and we get into his going to a fisting party, which I didn't know existed. It's so, so funny. He is a set coming out on Comedy Central. He's doing a one-man show in January at Union Hall here in New York City. Go follow him for that incredible content. And guys, I just feel like, you know, it's scary out there again with Omicron. Please go get boosted. It really, really helps. The science says that you really need that boost. It's not enough just to have those two first uh, doses. Okay. So listen to mommy, Ashley, be a good little bottom, roll up your sleeve, get boosted. Okay. I love you guys. I care about you. I don't want you or anyone, you know, suffering right now. Enjoy the episode guys. I'm, I'm moody, man. I hate COVID so much. I had a girlfriend last time this happened. So it was just like, fuck city, you know, there's nothing to do, but fuck. I remember you talking about your girlfriend. It was great. It was a good time. And now we are alone. (laughs) Welcome to the club. (laughs) Alone during the pandemic. It's worse. It's objectively worse. I, uh, yeah, I think I enjoyed the pandemic the first time around because I was alone and I'm like, I love to be alone, but it was almost like, what's the thing where it's like you get your wish and you're like regret it or whatever. Oh yeah. I, I was like so alone, like in this deep way that I was like, I don't like being alone anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'm grateful that 
I have Chelsea around and I think she's like. <laughs> and that's like, and I mean this, uh, let me clarify. Let me clarify. <laughs> we have no, no, such no, a good no, 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 please let me clarify. Because we have such a good time together, but she works a normal nine yes. to five that continues <laughs> no yes. matter what. Yes. So I all of a sudden have all this pent up energy and turn into like a second dog in our house. And I'm just like, attention to me, feed me, <laughs> pay attention yeah. to me, pet me, <laughs> like yeah. come play with me, take me for a walk. And she's just like, I still have my whole life happening. <laughs> Whereas you would be doing different comedy stuff and feeling yeah. like you got your energy out that way and like resting during the day. Right. Jen and I were extremely compatible pandemic partners. And now I'm like alone and I'm learning to not be like, frankly, I'm just like working, learning. Okay, Brian, let me fill you in. So I I just hired this full-time employee. So for the past few months before the employee started, Alex, shout out, Alex, you are the best. I was working like a hundred hours a week. And now finally, like the last two weeks, I've like had moments where I'm like, oh, I can just like do whatever I want right now. And I don't even know what to do. Like that is how out of touch with myself I've been. So now that I can't do stand up, I'm like, I can't fuck. I don't know what I like as a person. <laughs> I, I like, I don't know what I'm a little sad and anxious. It sounds like a, a good opportunity to reinvent yourself. I agree, Brian. To what degree? <laughs> uh, to literally every single degree. You come out with like <laughs> you're straight. You're like have. <laughs> yeah, I, I I get like a I get a boyfriend to quarantine with me for the next. I come out with all new material for stand up. Like like oh my god, men leaving the toilet seat up. Am I right? Like that's how I spend. <laughs> yeah, pandemic. that would be amazing. No one's doing that. there's a gap in the market (laughs) yeah lesbians aren't doing it that's that's for sure i think anyway that they're peeing with a seat up (laughs) (laughs) listener if you're a lesbian peeing with the seat up write in let me know how you do it and how it makes you feel because my my pee is getting everywhere and i need some tips i guess you (laughs) Lesbians without without penises, because I guess if you were a lesbian with a penis, it'd be pretty easy. <laughs> yes, yes. Someone writes in and is like, I use my dick, you canceled asshole. Yeah. That's how I fucking do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I used to th- when I was little. No, no, I don't. I realize immediately I don't want to say what I was about. Well, to now say. that you're saying it, now that you're when saying I was it. Little. Yeah, let's go. Let's find <laughs> out about your dick. When I was little, I used to think that pee came out of the clit. But I didn't know that it was called a clit, of course. It just it looked it looked like it was it looked like it was. You know what I'm saying? I think it's totally reasonable to think. Yeah. If you haven't been told I I didn't even know what the clit really was when I was that young. So me neither. I didn't even know to to (laughs) separate those things from one another. So I think that's totally reasonable. Okay, good. When I was a kid, Loki, I'm like it came out of like the entire thing. (laughs) Like I didn't I mean like Obviously, there's like a different hole, but like <laughs> in my head, I'm like, this oh, is really like- exciting. <laughs> it just comes out of like that, like one big, like, yeah, it's like one of those. It's like um, those waterfalls that you see in like a fancy office building. They're just like super thin and super wide and they like yeah. cast out. That's how women pee. That's <laughs> insane. 
Uh, <laughs> well, Brian, thank you for being here. You've had a big year. You were on Comedy Central. I taped this at, taped this at, has yet to be released. We'll see if it actually does. Oh, why do I know no, about kidding. it then? Um, probably because I posted about it. Oh, wait. I think like one clip was released, like okay. a 60 second thing. But it, like the longer, like eight minute set will be like released at some point. Yeah. And that'll be online and everyone can go on YouTube and watch that, right? Yeah, go to YouTube, yeah. leave a bad comment. I'm like <laughs> really excited for the bad comments. <laughs> I really swung for the fences in terms of like what I wore. I was like, <laughs> I, and immediately day of, like I have, I had no other options. I immediately was like, I, I have a feeling I'm going to regret this. And I did, <laughs> but I what? love it. What did you wear? I wore like a shirt, but I like unbuttoned it in a way that was like but i was wearing like a tank top underneath but i unbuttoned it in a way that i was like i know this is like so dumb but in a way i was like i believe in myself for doing yeah. this and i can just like i'm like and also i've never worn a shirt like that ever <laughs> the, the shirt itself the shirt the shirt like and then an unbuttoned like yeah like a revealing like a tank top but it's still just like i'm just like i've never done that before but i'm like why not let's do something for it. the first time on camera yeah, yeah. I, I will say i'm that is extremely funny to do something you've never done before on a big day <laughs> i was gonna say because it takes me like a lot i wore a pinky ring for the first time the other day on stage and i couldn't even hold i was holding my hand like this i i uh, listener, I'm. I don't even know, like some sort of weird Spock thing. I couldn't. You look like you're doing a Donald it. Trump impression. I, uh, don't even get me started. But I, I, I couldn't even gesture effectively. Like it really took yeah. me out of my element. I get really nervous when I put on something new, new. and exciting. Yeah. No, but I will same. say, Brian, I've never seen you not pull off what you're wearing. That's what I was leaning on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I can pull this off. I've never failed before. I will never fail. I can do this. I'm making when what do you, uh, when you say you did the buttons weird, do you just mean like every other button or are you like, like No, I just mean like unbutton. Like you know how okay, like okay, it was okay. very like R like nineties R and B vibes. Yes, it was that's like, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Unbuttoned, like I yeah, and then just like chest exposed in a way. Yeah. And I'm like Whatever. <laughs> you don't feel that you have '90s R&B vibes, Brian. <laughs> you know, shockingly, no. I well, I can't wait to see the unbuttoned shirt and also all of the jokes in your very exciting set. <laughs> are you are you worried about a particular comment on your comedy or just your outfit? I'm more concerned with the outfit. I hope people come for it. I don't know. I feel like whatever joke people I want this like level of stand of confidence in my stand up. <laughs> in a way i'm like i believed in the jokes enough that i'm like whatever somebody says about them like i don't care like yeah. they they can say whatever they want but i'm like yeah who who cares like they're out there you watched it lol yeah. like yeah. jokes on you you watched it jokes on you you're increasing the engagement on this video exactly oh i feel it we're we're in a zoom so listener if you're listening and you're like this feels a little different. It probably does feel a little different because we're back on Zoom. And I remember getting accustomed to Zoom the first time, then getting accustomed to in-person and then getting accustomed to Kate and <laughs> then now getting accustomed to Zoom again. Did you know I auditioned for the show Zoom when I was a child? Wait, no. The um the Disney show or whatever it was. The, yeah, it was the, it's like a 
PBS. Yes, the live theater show where they do like skits and stuff like that. They do skits, they do science, they do exercise, they do all kinds of different things. And I I went in and I auditioned. I was taking a theater class at the time. And what I decided to do, despite being a loud, obnoxious theater kid, was mime. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's actually so fucking What did you wear? What did you wear to your mime audition? (laughs) I didn't dress up as a mime. I just wore presentable clothing and mimed did you practice did you practice oh, for your parents? in front of the mirror at length no callback i feel like that is like the gall the gall to do a to do a mime as a child and then i feel like if i was watching that yes. i'd be like we need to see what else they have yes. what are they bringing what that thank you little thank weirdo you. what kind of little weirdo makes that strong choice to go in mime i never would i would have fucking belted something from annie probably is what i would have gone with so there was this one kid there i felt so bad for him he was rapping but he had a boombox for his beat and the boombox this was like this must have been maybe 99 and the boombox was failing him and he didn't feel that he could do the rap without the music and i was he doesn't have what it takes Kick him out. I was feeling panicked for him. And then I was like, smart. Mime doesn't need any tech. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you had the evolutionary advantage of just going like super simple. Did you go in and were you like, I'm going to do some mime? Or did you just walk in full mime? Oh, I I walk. Oh, that's a good question. Were you in character as you got into the audition room? (laughs) I was definitely quiet. You were, they were it was a group of us all in there i think i did say i'm going to mime and <laughs> what did you mime good this question is the brian key. this is the key what did you well, mime? so i did some basic mime but then i told a story with it uh-huh. so i was miming and also doing the princess and the frog okay wow did yeah. you play both characters yeah <laughs> did you do the kiss yeah and you <gasps> And you're some confused. of this, some of this, some of this. But you know, when you turn oh, around, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I love that you played both the princess and the frog, and that is your gender. Yeah, a princess <laughs> who, who kisses a frog who turns into a man. <laughs> <laughs> All in mind because you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's definitely my gender for the week. Was your face like painted mime? No. Oh. No, I just, I think I wanted to keep things as simple as possible. <laughs> you really, you really like set what yourself up. What a practical up. little boy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, were your parents, did you tell your parents and they were like, yeah, this is good. Did your parents try to talk you out of like doing mime at all? Uh, that's a good question. My mom is the one who took me and she knew that I was going to be doing mime. And I can't remember what she said before, but afterwards, I think I felt a little regret and she was like, you did what you set out to do and you accomplished your goal. And I You're watching the like, other kids like tap dance and do monologues. Yeah. Dude, they're doing like Shakespeare and they're singing yeah. and you're like, why? Why did I go with mime? Yep. <laughs> Brian, were you like a performer kid? My gut reaction is no, I wasn't. But I actually was. I forget. I was in the Phoenix Boys Choir for like a year and a half because apparently I had a good voice when I was like 
pre-puberty. Oh, that's sweet. And I did hate the performing thing, mm. though. But I liked, like, all the stuff that, like, goes into, like, getting ready. Like, that was fun. Just, like, wandering around, like, a space. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation. <laughs> yeah. There is something really magical about being in an empty theater, knowing, anticipating what it's going to feel like later. I love that feeling. Yeah. And it's always, like... Because the performances were always, like, so, like, it, like we performed in, like, really beautiful, like, spaces. But then I remember, like, looking out and it's literally just, like, elderly people, like, elderly couples. Like, <laughs> the, this that's the audience for that? And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, this would be a lot cooler if, like, you know, the people coming to see it were, like, fun or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. were shitting on the audience already. <laughs> Exactly. I was you guys, like, you were, you were like, you are not my target market for this exposed tank top, okay? <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for being here, Brian, and I'm I'm excited for you about your your Comedy Central set. I think you're very talented and Yeah. The 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 energy is low key, but the feeling in my heart is is high key. Okay, thank you. And I do feel the same way about both of you. <laughs> It's just this is a COVID it's, episode. This is yeah. this is a COVID. This is just a dreary COVID episode. It's dreary. It's it's a the sun has officially set for the listener. It's like it's pitch black outside right now. It is. Everything's fine, and we're having gay sex. That's <laughs> that's where we're at. We're in the apartment. We're not in the apartment. We're in our separate fucking apartments. <laughs> We're not having gay sex with Brian Bahi today. Amazing comedian. Yeah. Catch him on Comedy Central. You've been written Woo-hoo. up in Vulture, I believe. Uh, do I have that right? I've been written up in Vulture around 2018, 2019. <laughs> so that was uh, technically yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Check out his stuff. Go follow him on Instagram. What's your handle, Brian? At Brian underscore Bahi. Go follow nice. him. And... You know, follow all of us, please. Okay, especially Kate, because I know how many people listen to this, and Kate's almost at 10k. Kate to 10k. This this intro is. I am butchering it. I am Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay white woman. She her pronouns. I'm touring through DC, Phoenix, Denver. Where are you playing in Phoenix? CB Live. Oh, okay, okay. The shows are going to be 18 plus, I think, for all of them except DC. So that's cool. AshleyGavin.com. And as always, <laughs> my cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled. They're going to be miming for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Mostly the gesture of themselves jerking off an imaginary <laughs> dick. <laughs> I meant yours, but if you meant two oh. other dudes, that's totally fine. Kate just mimed jerking off two other dudes. <laughs> Kate Sisk, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kate Sisk, the cancel coach, the fat in the chat. I am a white bisexual lesbian dyke. I'm gender nonconforming. We've already established my gender of the week. Do continue <laughs> to send me suggestions, though, that I do get, I do get joy out of seeing them um on your instagram right to get those suggestions into kate go follow kate on instagram and send them a DM. the kate sisk yeah that's it for, that's it for me today i'm leaving <laughs> thank you kate for being your wonderful audition we're looking we're gonna go in a different direction actually yeah yeah uh, i guess miming isn't the best for a podcast no it's really not <laughs> And Brian, do you mind introducing yourself? 
Brian, Bahi, uh, indigenous, gay, man, pronouns he, him. Yeah, get me to 6K on Twitter. I'm almost there. (laughs) Um, Firing off those hot tweets. Uh, We got some hot, hot tweets coming in. (laughs) Coming in real strong at the end of 2021. I don't know. Come see my solo show if it actually happens at the end of of January. January 23rd at Union Hall. Wait, say that that date again. Say that date again. January 23rd, 5 p.m. Union Hall. What's it called? It's called Reading from My Phone. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I love it already. Yeah. Yeah, give us a taste. What's it about? It's literally just stand-up. Okay, great. I don't know. Maybe there'll be more. You never know. Yeah. It gives you the freedom to kind of work in, I don't know, let's say a vocalist physical act out. (laughs) Brian's not looking for mime openers or background performers, Kate. (laughs) So let's get into it. My story, I don't know. I don't know how this story is going to unfold. And Brian, I'm interested for your perspective on this because at Sunday school last week, we had Jess Solomon, who is so funny, and we will have her on the pod, and she's gay. And this is her bit that I'm about to reference. She has this great bit where she talks about as a bottom, no one, <laughs> no one knows how to top the first time that they have sex. Basically, what a bottom has to do is top the person they want to top them so that that top knows how to top and then the bottom can go back into retirement and be a bottom again. I butchered it for sure. But I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how different my sex was when I first started having sex in high school all the way up until I had sex with my second like kind of serious girlfriend and how that was the moment I feel that I became a top. (laughs) It's my, it's my top origin story. Did it start with her topping you? And you were like, ah, yes, the untold secrets have become known to me. (laughs) Like I shall unsheath the sword from the stone (laughs) and put it back in the sword over and over. I was going to say unsheath the dildo (laughs) from its casing or whatever. No, I, I, my sex, like, prior to this was, like, super switchy. Like, mm. it was very basic, like, what I would describe as, like, vin- probably vanilla lesbian sex. And I, but it was, like, really, like, a lot of just, like, mutual fingering at the same time. Not a lot of penetration at all. And then going down on each other and switching. Like, that was how I had sex for many years. Any questions <laughs> so far, Brian? <laughs> <gasps> No, I love all of it. It's okay. cool. But also, okay, when you say it's like it was ver- it was like switchy, that's like very like versy vibes for for like gay men, which is like how I more or less identify. And but I do think it's very interesting. It's like if um there was a moment where it was like more bottoming exclusively and like that was what I was like seeking and I like didn't want to top and it was like one of those things where it's like, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like, oh, if you're like, <laughs> you're like, it was like weird to be like, wait, am I just like bottoming forever? You know? Cause like, that's all that was like. Yes. Yes. So I think this is like, well, let me talk about the moment where things kind of changed for me. And then like when things kind of changed for me, like again, okay, I'm a bottom now I'm coming at, it's the pandemic. <laughs> we're all changing. I'm locked inside again. I'm not coming out as straight. I am coming out as a bottom. 
Um, but I met this girl my senior year of college. I thought she was so cute. I was a senior. She was a freshman. I was at TAing probably her intro to computing class. But then we were in a class together, like an elective computer science class in the spring. This is not necessary information. Do you guys want to know what course it was? <laughs> yeah, what was like the course number? It was it was a three. It was like a three hundred, but like an easy three hundred. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, Got it. Okay. We programmed in C sharp. It was like a accessible computing, ubiquitous computing thing. Oh about, yeah, right, Kate. You were in it. So I took I, ro- I took robotics in in high school because I was a boy. Uh, <laughs> Um, me too. But anyway, so I, I really liked her. And I remember like, finally, I was in this relationship that had ended that didn't really restart. But like, she missed me. And I think she sensed that I was like moving on. And so she did. She kind of like, wanted to start it up again but we were not like physical i don't even know how to describe what we were doing other than sleeping in the same bed like <laughs> but not fucking so you were both bottoms we were both bottoms it was a sad time it was the best of times it was the worst of times um it was the bottomest of times it, it was, was the tops of times <laughs> no no the bottomest of times and the verse of times this particular it was sad it was a sad time we were okay. We were bottoms and we were at rock bottom and (laughs) we were not in like it was just over and we were just kind of like in the same bed. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but like it was done. But I met this girl and I was like finally wanting to make a move on this girl. And so I basically was like, hey, like to my ex-girlfriend who was just like around. I was like, you got to (laughs) go. Like, it's time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And she Fair. was like, she was like, yeah. And she was essentially like, yeah, it's time. I'll go. And so she left. And I, I don't remember how long between those two, but like I went to the, the what, name this girl, Brian. She's a freshman. I'm a senior. We're in the accessibility, accessible computing class. We're coding in C sharp. Elena. Elena. So I go, perfect, by the way. I go to <laughs> Elena's room. And we're hanging out and she's never been with a girl before. You know, she's a, we're in college, like very common. And so I was like very forward, but also not going to like push her. So I was like, okay, well, like think about it or whatever. And I kissed like it was really hot. I kissed, <laughs> I kissed like the area, like right between the cheek and the corner of the mouth. Yeah, it was on purpose. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> it was I'm like still remembering this moment because so you said I, think about it kissed her right here and then walked away basically yeah <laughs> so you were like right before a commercial break on the Disney channel <laughs> <laughs> and there was this weird like girl boy in the background miming it was so bizarre <laughs> <laughs> that is really hot because it's also, that's very, like, if she wanted to, she could have, like, you know, leaned in for more. Yes, yes, I didn't want to yes. push her, but I knew she was interested. And so I was like, this seems like a middle ground in this, like, not, it wasn't like a consent issue, but it was just sort of like, I don't know whether or not she's. Yeah, it was an offer. It was an offer. An, off, an offer she couldn't refuse. And <laughs> I, I, 
like went back to my room and I think that night she like came and knocked. We lived in the same dorm. Whoa. I was wow. keeping a cat in my dorm room secret. <laughs> Wow. I had a big ass storm room because I had a double with my ex-girlfriend and we flipped a coin and I got the room. Are you serious? That's how you did the divorce? <laughs> it was the least lesbian divorce ever. Like she, <laughs> I just got the cat, got the room. She was like, all right, peace. And and went where? <laughs> to a different dorm room. Oh, oh, wow. I guess I guess a woman's college has been has got to be prepared for that. <laughs> I've got to have extra dorm rooms on hand for when the roommates break up. <laughs> also, like Bryn Mawr just I think we win like top five dorms every year. Our dorms are like sick and they're awesome. They're so cool. Yay, Bryn. I do not care. All right. So <laughs> I, Wait, I didn't know Bryn Mawr was women's. Yeah. Women. Yeah. It's a women's really? college. Yeah. It was, it was so fascinating. Yeah. It was a weird place, but. I cannot imagine coming out of the closet any other way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a liberating. I don't know. When did you come out, Brian? Post-college here in New York. That's basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I went to an all-boys high school, which was like oh. a nightmare. Opposite. Yeah. It was like what you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> as a gay, <laughs> as a young gay. You're like, I what the fuck? I performed oh, no. at a men's college once, one of the few remaining. They hired me for whatever godforsaken reason. They decided I was the best fit. And I performed for a mostly gay group of kids, but like I I just interviewed them straight up and I was like, it's the opposite. Like no one wants to come out. Like it's mm. so much harder. Whereas at a women's college, people are like so accepting. It's like once you take the masculinity out of everything, you're like, wait, this is actually <laughs> a positive experience. Whereas it's <laughs> <laughs> nothing but masculine energy you're like wait this is actually unbearable like why does this exist maybe it's like it's not even that people are wanting to come out they're just looking at all these men and being like these are disgusting <laughs> i hate men i want nothing to do with them get me out of here <laughs> literally a nightmare oh my god um that's so it's so fascinating i truly yeah i think like i've been thinking lately like masculinity there's no such thing like the pure form is is femininity <laughs> and like every toxic behavior that we have. Whatever. I'm going to get canceled for this probably. But she comes up to my room. She knocks on the door. My goodness. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like so cool. We're like making out. We talk about it. She's like, I've never been with a, I've never had sex with a woman before. She's like hooked up with women, but she never had sex with a woman before. And I was like, is that something that you like want to do? She was like, yes. And she was so loud in like the best <laughs> fucking way. And I think I had only like, I had like fingered my ex-girlfriend with penetration, but like it never was like her favorite thing. And I like knew what to do, but she was the only girl that I had ever done that with. And when I did it to Elena, she like lost her mind. She like <laughs> lost it. She just like was screaming and it was, it was, and I just remember feeling like I never, I just want to give for the rest of time. This is just so satisfying. This is what I was born to do. <laughs> this is what I would have done for my Zoom audition. <laughs> oh my God. Just that's like my, my talent. Yeah. And I was just like, so I felt so comfortable in that position. I was so happy. 
And then I really lost sight of switching and bottoming for a long time, for a really long time, with particularly with her. And then I found it again in oddly enough, a straight woman. And what? A little bit. of Yeah. Yeah. A straight woman who 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 wanted to top you. Kate. Yes. Yes. The person you are thinking of. She loved she loved giving like that was I know she's so fucking gay. Like, how is she straight? She like loved topping me. I don't know. That's insane. But anyway, <laughs> Boy, I Brian, love, Brian is gobsmacked. <laughs> I love that. This, I love what's happening. Like, I don't need to. I don't need to know the names. I just love that it's getting this reaction from Kate. That means like it's good. It's good. It's juicy. And it's I just love so that. fucking this, juicy, Brian. This girl, like, I will never understand her, and I don't want to like out her. But like, she was so toppy, and I understand that like toppiness has nothing to do with like sexual orientation well i'm just part of it is surprising because every time i've hooked up with a straight girl they were like you can touch my boobs but i'm not gonna do anything back to you (laughs) right that's the stereotype that's yeah (laughs) so it's surprising yes like i would let a woman go down on me meanwhile this straight girl was like i'm gonna peg you That's so funny. That's like beautiful. Yeah. And because we had so much sexual dysfunction, like we didn't have a lot of sex and it was hard, like, cause she was, it was a complicated relationship, man. Like it was closeted. It was, it was our first time with a woman. Like there was so much going on. The one thing we had was really me bottoming for her. (laughs) (laughs) So I look, I, I'm probably switchier. I've said this on the podcast before. I'm most switchy in a relationship. When it's just like a hookup, I'm topping. But when I like really love someone and can be with them, I I like bottom and I enjoy it. I don't know what percentages they are. Like definitely still more toppy, but like, like don't get me. Don't, this no is, homo. This is no where, homo or actually, anything. Actually, no nobody else anything. cares about the data. <laughs> You're just a numbers freak. You're like... Sorry, listeners, I don't have the Excel sheet breaking this down for you. I don't have the infographic. Go to ashleygavin.com slash top slash stats to get the exact numbers. That would be an amazing like tab for like a comedian's website. Be like, this is also sexually, this is where my numbers are right now. Yeah, that's paid. That's Patreon only content is a list of times I took it and times I gave. (laughs) (laughs) I update it live. (laughs) It would be so fun. You guys have that info? Because I know people that like write down the names. That's that's even a lot for me, honestly. That's like even a lot for me. Yeah, I don't I don't keep track. I'm like, I'm like, I wouldn't I just like don't think of it to do it. But I'm like, it would be interesting to just like have info, you know, I have I have a list of names. I have names of of people that I've kissed. Mm. I have names (laughs) of people that I've had sex with, not kissed. Is it like are you very like a stickler about like every time you do it? You're like, I got to add them to the list. I am a stickler. And also I have (laughs) one weird one in there where I only had phone sex with this girl. I never even met her. This is on another episode. And does she count? <laughs> Listener, write How in. How do I quantify this? Scientifically speaking. <laughs> Did it happen during the pandemic? <laughs> kind of. Like, it okay. could, you could have you could have seen her in real life, but you were in different places. Yes. Yeah. It was a lapse in judgment. 
I feel like it does count. Because phone sex is so intimate. I, that's literally what I was just going to say. I was going to be like, this is like, oh, wait, was it video or was it only audio? Audio. I, I don't oh. like video. I've never done audio, but I did like Zoom <laughs> with somebody one time because this was like pandemic. And then yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was like opening up in a way that I've like really never done before. Two camera. You're like. Trust. You're like, this is my first time sexting on camera. I am going to wear my shirt just a little bit unbuttoned. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worn it this way. <laughs> yeah, video is is definitely jarring. But I, don't I think like audio, audio is still intimate. thinking about how I'm looking, you know? If I accidentally did porn, do you think that would be, like, <laughs> huge for my career? Or do you think it would ruin me? I think it would be huge for you, huge. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Because I feel like I forget why or how, but there are so many just people like fucking on camera. And I'm like, I would almost want to do it in a way. <laughs> but then I'm like, is, is this like uncharted territory? Like, are comedians doing this? They're borderline doing it. Well, there's some comedians who who have been doing OnlyFans for a while. Right. Like right, as a source right, of right. income. Right. Um, so there's th- there are definitely people who do both. I feel like it's what way do you think easier. my Patreon is, Brian? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be way easier easier to be a comedian with an OnlyFans than pretty much any other job. In a, I, feel, yeah. I feel like every week the New York Post was like teacher doing OnlyFans, nurse doing OnlyFans. Like it's just like. Yeah, you like all these systemically underpaid people. <laughs> You're surprised that they're doing OnlyFans? Oh anyway. my god. I actually really have to think about a lot of stuff now. <laughs> I would be pro and I you would You have some data it. to put in this spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, once more, I'm coming to Phoenix, Denver, Bloomington, Indiana, in New York every Sunday, and I have more dates dropping on my mailing list, ashleygavin.com, and you didn't hear an ad on this episode, which means that it's entirely funded by the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it, and there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. These days, you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes or your self-proclaimed alpha males who are writing two-page articles titled How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, 
and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet. On our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now. Brian, did you have gay sex this week? Did I have gore scooks this week? Okay. <laughs> gore scooks. Yes. Okay, yes and no. Okay. Here's <laughs> what I will tell you. Well, I'll just say Grinder is a very fascinating place. Yeah. Um, mm. You meet all types of people there. Um, I was working in a place in downtown Brooklyn, like before the pandemic, on Grinder. Somebody messages me because he's like, he must work in the same area too, because I would see him all the time. He messaged me one time and he's like, hey, are you into like fisting? And I'm like, I've never done this before. <laughs> what, what direction did he want the... Right, are you getting exactly. ready, Ashley? <laughs> Brian, Brian said, just, are you into fisting? And Ashley rolled on her back and put no, her knees and feet up. That's not, that's not what happened, okay? That's not what happened. The table is very close to the couch, all right? So in order to get my feet up into into crisscross applesauce and i am wearing pants by the way they're just they're just flowy all right so in order to get my feet into crisscross applesauce i have to like tuck them up and lean back i was not getting ready i to needed get to tuck them behind my neck and spread my asshole listen a straight woman taught me how to bottom and if you guys don't want to see it you can subscribe to another podcast okay so brian which did he want to fist you or he wanted you to fist him? Yeah. So I was like, obviously I was like, well, not obviously, but I was like, I getting fisted sounds terrifying. I was like, I don't know if I could <laughs> do it. Sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. So, but he was like, no, I want to get fisted. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, maybe. <laughs> I was like, I've never done it, but I am intrigued. And so. You sound he... like you're at like Panera and they have a new option. <laughs> Honestly, this is what's so I'm just like, I'm open to anything, listeners. No, I'm kidding. I'm open I'm literally like, if I'm just like a little bit curious about something, I will kind of like go in that direction a little bit. Yeah. And so he <laughs> this is all pre-pandemic. He invites me to like some random like ho okay. He texted me last week or two weeks ago. He's like, Hey, we're getting a hotel in Times Square for like a fisting party. Are you interested? Are you fucking I, serious? Yeah, I didn't respond because I was like, whoa. And I was like, I forgot about this guy. A fisting party <laughs> is not to be confused with, with what they did on the Jersey Shore in the early 2000s in all the promo in the uh, in in the club when they, you know what I mean? They like that. <laughs> fist yeah. pumping to the music. Yeah, fist pump. <laughs> a fisting um, party. A fisting That's party. so specific. He's like, do you want in? And I, um, I didn't No pun respond. intended. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sends like a follow-up text like a few, like a week later. He's like, hey, um, actually it's off. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Because of Omicron? Because <laughs> Om oh, no, Omicron honestly, is fixing a fisting America? <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, cool. But he like invited me to like a kind of like separate but equal like fisting party that happened. <laughs> And I, the entire time, the entire day leading up to it, I was like, only indigenous people were there, Brian. <laughs> I was like, am I going to go? Am I actually going to do this? Am I going to do this? And then it was like an hour before, like it like 
started or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm just gonna go and see what happens. Nice. And I went and I was like, whoa. And then I was like, okay. And then <laughs> and then I like left. But I was like, I just kind of like was there for a while. I was like, I don't want to get into specifics, but I was just like watching and just like observing. Please, like, oh please God. God, get into specifics. I want to know how it's this like, works. It's like you went to a museum. You're like, interesting exhibit. In a way, yes. Because at first I was like, I don't know like what protocol is for like maneuvering yeah. or et yeah. cetera. And I was just like, yeah, it's just like people would be like there and then they would <laughs> they would be like, fisted or they were fisting <laughs> and it was were there any chains no but i know that's a thing that's what also is scary too <laughs> yeah i don't know i for some reason i'm just like wait do you mean chains like whips and chains or a chain of people with chain of people fisting <laughs> oh like an elephant no. parade like an there elephant was, parade. there was oh my god no <laughs> i wish there were that would have been fascinating that I would um, like to see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, what else? Um, I've, I've never <laughs> been to a, I've never like been to a sex party. I like don't know how these things work. Like you walk in, are people you just see people fisting immediately? Are there separate rooms? Like are there are there yeah, is there a snack you, you bar? You walk in, you walk in, you immediately see people fisting. It smells like poppers <laughs> and sweat in a way. Okay. It feels like in a way you're like fuck i feel so bad for whoever has to clean this room oh. that was literally my first thought and, <laughs> and then it's like it's dark and there's like music but they like don't want to be too loud because it's like a hotel and you're just yeah. like you're just like and my i'm my first thing is like i'm looking around like do i know anybody here and then it's yeah. like if i do i'm like immediately leaving i think but if i i didn't recognize anybody so i was like okay i'll hang and see like what the vibe is yeah <laughs> But it's also just like strange men. And I'm just like, all right, I'm putting all my stuff in like a very hidden corner. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get like yeah, robbed yeah. That's like my second thought. Yeah. Um, you guys, like, I don't want to. Because you know, these guys are talented at being able to reach into something very quickly. <laughs> exactly. Their hands are lube. Their hands are lube and slippery. And it's like, <laughs> they are great pickpocketers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then, yeah. So then the guy who like messaged me, I'm like, hi, nice to meet you or whatever. <laughs> um, and then I'm just like quiet. And then a lot of people, there isn't a lot of talking. There's like whispers and talking, like when people are like together, but it's not like loud, like, I don't know. And then it's just like, yeah, people are on a bed. People are like on their back or whatever. And like, somebody will be like, come up to them and be like, do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it's just like what a sound effect! <laughs> I know it sounds like you're playing Pokemon or something. You're on a Game Boy, <laughs> and then you're just kind of blown away that like, wow, this is like happening for so long. And then <laughs> you're like, wow, this is like so crazy. Are people that, like, are there people who seem to be in the bottom position, like over, like they're just offering their bottom exclusively? Okay. It feels it's the vibe is very much like there's a certain number or like certain it's you're either one or the other. Like nobody's really doing both. And I guess yeah. my other question is, had you fisted with this guy prior? <laughs> no. So he you just straight up got recruited to the big leagues. Direct. Right. That's what I was going to say. He didn't he didn't <laughs> he didn't play in college. He, he was drafted immediately out of high school. 
Exactly. I mean, it's truly fascinating because like sex parties, at least the ones that I've heard about, like have like a lot of rules, you know, around like where the sex can happen, how consent happens. I think I would have a total anxiety attack if I went to a sex party, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, I'm trying to remember like the f- my first experience in like a group set. Yeah, it is just like, I think I didn't know I was going to a sex party and then it turned out to be a sex party. <laughs> oh, and that's like do what, it. <laughs> that's what got me over. I was like, oh, if I knew what this was, I would not have come. Oh, so you were grateful. You were like, I'm so glad I went into this blind. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a, a little bit, yeah, because then I'm like, oh, cool. Like, this isn't like yeah. what I thought it would be or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no time to worry about it. You were just in the moment and being like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. <laughs> Do you do you still go to sex party? I mean, not like right now with Omicron and everything, fisting America, but do you... I'm open to it. Yeah, for sure. I think I am too. I, I'm just like frightened. I feel like you, Kate, like I'm a little afraid of people seeing people like naked without like being a part of the consent pro- process of it. So I think I mm. need to go to one with a lot of rules, but I'm not sure that I would get along with the type of people that do like sex parties. There party. are a lot of different types of sex parties, you know? yeah. With lots of different types of people. You know what's so... Okay, you want to know something that I just discovered about myself that is so fucked up? Oh, no. The kind of sex party that I'm thinking about has men at it. Why am I at that sex party? I don't know. Interesting. My my second thought was, oh, if there are just women there, then yeah, like I'd want to see everyone naked. Yeah. (laughs) You're thinking of like straight swinger type sex party. Yeah. I had a bad swinger party experience. It was a straight... Yeah, they hired me to do. They rented out a holiday. In, oh wait, was this the Jersey. naked people? Yeah. Oh yeah. You comedy at a sex party. Honestly, they were a fantastic audience, but I did get flashed too many times for my liking. <laughs> wait, I thought they were already naked. I have to tell this as a separate story. I can't believe okay. I've never talked okay. about this on the podcast. That's fascinating. That's almost a dream gig in a way. I'm in a- I'm in this space where I'm like, give, where I, I actually want to perform in like the like almost like non-ideal environments. Yeah, really. Like doing a cruise ship, I'm like, I would love to do that in a way because I'm like, I know it's gonna be bad. Like I'm going, I'm going into it knowing it's gonna be bad, and I just want to like see what it's like. Well, I, uh, well, Brian, if you really want to do them, I can tell the booker that you want to do them. Please, do I you would have, love do you have you. half an hour? Do you have half an hour clean? Oh, clean. That's so crazy to do a clean half hour for a naked audience. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) She means carnival. Oh. (laughs) Can you imagine the naked audience being like, no swears and you can't mention that you're gay. Swingers party. I'm like, I'm up there. I'm up there like potato chip bags. Potato chip bags. Why? Why did? Why they like that? You know, God, annoying. You guys want to know the difference between men and women besides all the naked body parts we got out here? Oh my God. Well, thank you, Brian. That was great. We're gonna we're gonna go to Kate. Uh, Kate. Did you have gay sex this week? All right. My my gay sex story this week is about the gayest musical, which is... 
Rent. Correct. I actually don't know if that's the gayest musical. <laughs> I think there are a lot of musicals that have straight people in them that are arguably gayer. Uh, like Bye Bye Birdie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rent. Famously our gay, our gay musical. Um, it is funny that there is a gay musical as opposed to all musicals. All just musicals. <laughs> default being gay. <laughs> um, I, I, Wicked. Very sapphic. Anyway. Um, for sure. I, <laughs> I said that like I jerk off to Wicked. <laughs> oh yeah, Wicked. Oh, all that tits and puss in that. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley thinks that she's seen Wicked, but really she's just seen a porn parody of Wicked. <laughs> a live porn Wicked. <laughs> live, live porn Wicked in a in a in a Holiday Inn just across the river. <laughs> But so I, this also, Brian, you reminded me by saying you were in the, in the choir in middle school, I did chorus and chorus was this complicated thing where you didn't have to do chorus or jazz band or orchestra. You didn't have to do that. If you didn't want to do any of those, you just got a free block. And for some reason I was like, I got to do chorus, man. (laughs) At first I was like, mom and dad, can I please learn tuba? And they were like, absolutely not. Oh my god, you are tuba. You are tuba. You belong. Yeah. Your essence is tuba. I they 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 very sweetly them and my grandmother gave me piano lessons for many years and I which I enjoyed, uh, but I think I proved myself as not capable of learning more than one the, instrument. The listener doesn't know this, but Kate has like an extremely powerful diaphragm. Oh, that's true. Kate has like an incredible <laughs> vocal instrument. You would have fucking murdered at the tuba. You would have been the loudest tuba (laughs) player of all time. Okay, so I did need to use my diaphragm for chorus as well because I was an alto. And (laughs) we sang Seasons of Love from Rent. And the sopranos are singing the words to the song. But the altos are not. (laughs) Ooh. Yes, but it's just, it's really low, and the harmony in that song is brutal, and I'm probably not even going to do it right, but you're just saying love over and over again. You're just like, love. It, it doesn't sound good. It sounds bad. You need it with the sopranos for it to sound good. So, you know, whatever. It's fun to feel like a, in a group of people, you're all making like one sound together. However... <laughs> And again, I cannot stress That's enough. That's why you go to the fisting party. Because <laughs> doing it alone, the sounds are... All the moaning are, <laughs> harmonizes. It's, it's fine. But at the fisting party, it's magical. Uh, <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> That's imagine? just a noise I would make if fisted. I'm sure there are people who can take a fist with pride. For sure. Uh, but I would be, I think either deep moan or high squeal. There would be no in between for me. I would just be like, or like, (laughs) wait, Brian, you were going to jump in. I was just going to be like, I was just going to join in with my sound. Oh, please. (laughs) And honestly, you need that. That's like the percussion of it all. (sighs) But so I cannot stress enough that this was an optional thing that if you were not in any of the music groups, you had a free period. But if you were in the musical groups, you got a letter grade. So I get really sick and I miss the concert. 
And I'm thinking, no big deal. This is just like an optional thing that I do to fill my life with enrichment instead of just sitting in my classroom for an hour by myself. But no, my teacher's like, if you want an A, you're going to have to come in and do the entire concert one-on-one with me. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? This is the beginning of a porn. (laughs) No, no. She was like, she was maybe one of the only MILF age teachers that I was not attracted to. (laughs) Which is insane because she dressed so sexy. She dressed way too sexy. She would wear these slacks and she would bend over and she would like fully like early 2000s whale tail. I mean, it was the early 2000s, but (laughs) she would like fully whale tail and she always wore like high heels and she was like dressed to impress and I was not impressed. Wow. But and so, she cared because she knew that you were a MILF connoisseur. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe she was like, I need to win Kate over or something. She's, she's like, I know Kate doesn't like me, but if we're in a one-on-one scenario where we're locking eyes across a gay musical. <laughs> but so the crazy thing is, is that when I go in to do it one-on-one with her, she does not sing the soprano part. She plays the piano so we're literally just standing together <laughs> across the piano while she plays the music and i'm just going love and then trying to pause for the appropriate amount of time in silence yeah. which as an alto can be a really long time so i'm just like love <laughs> like it was so painful it was so painful it was so painful did you do this with everybody i don't i think i must have been the only one who missed the concert oh because you were sick because i was sick it's bullshit i hate teachers like this man like (laughs) you were ill it's a concert were you there for every other fucking day of class like come on there's no need there's just no need Yeah, that's unacceptable. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Let's get her fired. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she even got pregnant and I still wasn't attracted to her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the milfiest you can be. That's the milfiest you can be. <laughs> Wait, is that your... Do you that's fuck my this gay teacher? Sex. Oh, okay. No, my gay sex was just basically, <laughs> essentially, you're right. It was essentially like a MILF fantasy coming to fruition with somebody that I was not attracted to at all and that humiliated me <laughs> one-on-one. Like, do you know how, mu- how much I would have wished that my fucking Spanish teacher was like, um, we're going to need to, she was not, she, she was Irish and spoke English, but she was, <laughs> she but was you're like, giving her an accent to- for this fantasy. I, I, I almost did. <laughs> and then I was like, that doesn't make sense. But she was like, I wish that she had been like, we have to talk after class to go over <laughs> conjugation. And I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, here we go. But instead it was just my bitch music teacher being like, sing a low fucking B flat over and over again. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So you bottomed. You basically, it was like a psychological bottoming. (laughs) I I psychologically bottomed for her. (laughs) And that's actually how she got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
Um, bottoming is so psychological, though. I don't know if I'm good at it. What do you mean? It's because <laughs> like I've never like put any type of psycho psychology into into bottoming. It's like mental. I feel like it's more like just concentrating and thinking. Yeah. Do you mean like I feel for like... your butt or just generally? I feel like both. Topping is so just like. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to no, say. No, say it, say it, say I love it. How Brian just giggled. <laughs> it's just so, just like it's so specific. It's like there is like one. It's not an art. It's not an intellectual thing. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, <laughs> tell me if you think this is true because I've said this to girls before, and I feel like a little exposed. This is like very intimate, but I feel like girls will get me to top them. They'll inception it into my brain. They'll make it think that they'll make me think that it was my idea that we're going to start fucking and I'm like going to top them. But really, they've used their like womanly powers to like they don't even flirt with me. They don't touch me. There's just like some sort of like very slight pupil dilation. Like something is happening that like I'm like, oh, it is time to top now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Kate, do you know what I mean? Brian was like, it is psychological to bottom. And you were like, yes, these girls have been doing telekinesis on me. <laughs> well, I mean, this is something that I've experienced before, particularly with Jen. I'm sorry to like talk about an ex, but like Jen was like a fucking mastermind at this. Like, I don't know how the fuck we would be across the room. I'd be working and I'd be like, I just like the, the thing would go and I'd be like, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what would be funny if Jen actually had like a really, really high pitched whistle that she, <laughs> that she had trained you with, but you couldn't actually register it. So you're like, yeah, her womanly wiles were just getting me. And really, she was just blowing into a little fucking tiny. <laughs> she like Pavlov's dog me. She'd like yeah. do the whistle and then fuck me for like yeah. months. <laughs> I wonder if anybody has done that. That has to exist, right? It's gotta. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. Anyone want to be my dog? <laughs> <laughs> you have a dog. Um. Anyway, <laughs> that was great. That was great, Kate. And, and Brian, excellent. Excellent as always. I would love to have you back again. Always a joy to see you, Brian. It was, an, it was a pleasure. It was an honor. Thank you for having me. An honor. And if you guys <laughs> don't follow Brian and watch his Comedy Central set, I, I am going to blow up high-pitched whistle and not fuck you because I would be canceled, but something else unpleasant, but not illegal. <laughs> um, anything else you want to plug, Brian? Your, your show one more time? My show, uh, Union Hall, 5 p.m. January 23rd. Yeah, yeah. You should go. Go, go. We'll put the link in the description if, if you've got it yet, Brian. Yeah, it's in my link in bio, as they say, on my socials. Awesome. Anything you got you want to plug, Kate? No, just Instagram, Twitter. Get those numbers up for me, guys. I really appreciate it. It really the Kate helps. Sisk on Insta and Twitter. Lately, I've been getting very crazy on Twitter. Yeah, you, you got banned for a minute, right? You were I like, got, I, got, I got suspended. I think it's different from being banned. Uh, wait, for what? I got mad at the Democrats. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no. I um, today just to plug today's tweet. I tweeted an image from Succession of Connor saying, I am the eldest son, and I captioned it with, me when I come out to my parents. <laughs> if you want more hot content like that. That is so funny. That is so funny. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> and here's my gay thought today. 
inspired by the joke that I mentioned on this episode, Jess Solomon, talking about learning to be a top. It's so interesting when I go back and I think about my early gay days, I didn't know about tops and bottoms. Those weren't words that I even had ever heard. My sex looked so different before I started learning about that stuff. And I wonder, is there a sort of purity that the young folks are missing? A sort of purity going into lesbian sex, not knowing at all what it's supposed to look like and just the freedom to do whatever you want? Or are the labels helpful because... It can kind of help us make informed decisions about what we like sexually. I don't know, listener. What do you think? Is ignorance bliss? (laughs) Is sexual ignorance bliss? I'm not sure. All right. Have a great week, guys.